At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Just so you know, just so you can relax and uh, know that you're safe with us, our Well Health Safety Seal 2022 has just come in. Woo! Yeah, finally got the paperwork. The Well Health Safety Seal. See, that's 2022 why, proudly displayed. That's why we got COVID. See, we got COVID before <laughs> mm-hmm. we got renewed here in 2022. Right. And so during <laughs> that gap, that's right. The germs snuck through. But now it can't. No. Because of our Well Health Safety Seal procedures. We're, we're good through the year. On the paper. <laughs> right. None of that. No. None of that. Uh, you know, yesterday we talked about uh, uh, DMX Dam, Dave Matthews. Not from the band, fortunately. I actually, I don't, I don't like the Dave Matthews band. But this is not him. This is a different Dave Matthews. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, you're People welcome. may not want to help out if they thought it was... Right? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Are you a Dave Matthews fan? Uh, like, uh, band? Band? There's a couple songs, yeah, but but okay. I'm not one of these Ugh, I these people that can't stand like, them. groupies that travel with him and you know. yeah, he's kind of like the Grateful Dead, yeah, of this of some generation. I don't know which one, <laughs> uh, but Dave Matthews, our friend, uh, the Pathead, lost everything in a tornado on Saturday in Iowa. It's so tragic, just sucks. So the pickled squirrel, another Pathead, set up a. a a, a GoFundMe sort of page. It's not GoFundMe because they suck. Sa- save your tweets. It's not yeah, GoFundMe. It's not GoFundMe. <laughs> uh, but he he set up a donation page, and it's received over $10,000 in donations so far. And keep going if you can because they, they could use much more than that. But we really appreciate everybody who's donated so far. Thank you so much. And, and uh, Dave writes, thank you to all who are donating. We're still recovering items. And the recent snow made things much worse. That's great. So they had a tornado, then they got snowed on. But we're saving more than I expected. Many people have been helping. Still very overwhelmed, but so thankful that so many care. Thank you. So thank you very much uh, for caring. Mm -hmm. People uh, have also been showing a lot of care and concern for Ukraine. That continues. Uh, I continue to be confused by the whole situation. Mm -hmm. There are just some oddities there you know and and it's not like ukraine is this fabulous republic or democracy because they really haven't been uh governmentally but you know the people are are being bombed they're being attacked senselessly and relentlessly and so just our natural tendency i think is to go for the underdog here um but Joe Biden on the Putin invasion of Russia. Check this out. How do we get to the place where, you know, mm-hmm. Putin decides he's going to just invade Russia? Right. Like this where did he get that? World War II. I know, it's, well, it hasn't happened. 
like a, a world leader has not invaded his own country since World War II, I guess. Huh. <laughs> That's weird. Listen to him again yeah. if you missed that the first time uh-huh. around. How do we get to the place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to just invade Russia? Nothing just like this invade Russia. World War II. He's yeah. already there, and he invades it anyway. He already leads the country. Now he wants to mega lead it because he invaded it and he already had it. So now he double has it and double owns it now. Now he can rent out. He's going to sublet part of the country, I guess. You know, make it an Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vladivostok is beautiful this time of year. What? Uh, I mean, the guy's just brain dead. I think he might honestly believe that Putin is the leader of Ukraine. In he might. Invading Russia. Yeah, he might. Uh, he's so out of it, who knows what he believes. Well, that's just a slip of the tongue, is it? Not in our experience. I mean, he does it all the time. Every day there's something new. Almost every day. So... Uh, I'm not going to cut him slack on that one. I cut him slack on the last thing. What was that? Where he sli- Oh, it was a slip of the tongue with the Iranian thing. And and we didn't make a huge deal. I think we mentioned it, but... Oh, Uranian? Yeah, the, yeah. Instead of Ukrainian, the Iranian people during the State of the Union address. But this is like, come on. Putin invaded Russia? He just thinks he can go and invade Russia. Uh, How about the go go get him at the end of the speech? What do you think that was all about? I still... Go get him! Putin? Are we supposed to go get Putin now? I I don't know. I don't know. Go get Zelensky? Who knows? By the way, that Z thing that uh, the Russians use, that symbol Z, Uh that people were so confused by... Zorro, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's for for Zorro. Right. And and they always paint it on with it. Slash it in with oh, a yeah. sword. We need to bring that show back. <laughs> uh, it. I mean, don't we have any Russian speakers in this country who understand what that is? I finally saw an article that says it, it stands for the Russian word for victory. Um, you didn't know that before. I mean, did not did people not understand that before? Well, we think it might be Zelensky or World War Z. Or uh, it stands for zebra. Oh, because uh, he doesn't like zebras. I <laughs> wait a minute. I just I don't know. No, I, I looked up Russian. Uh, I looked up the word. Okay, victory in Russian. What is it? Right. Uh, oh, it's one of those symbols. Uh, look at this. It's like all gobbledygook. You know, it looks like an like a croquet thing at the beginning there. That's, that's like a, a four year old would write. Yeah, that's not a. Z. Come on, <laughs> that's not a z. That's a croquet. Wicked thingy. I know. Maybe it's a, a lost in the translation or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The and whole there's, thing. There's another stinking confusing thing. And there's a six in there? What? 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 I mean, it's like a <laughs> six. Niner. <laughs> Seriously. All right. You know what? We need to invade Russia just so they can speak English. Because this, this right? Russia isn't working out for yeah, them. It's, yeah, it's not. The world needs to be brought up to date on uh, on their language and stop speaking jitterish and stop writing gibberish. It's just, it's silliness and there's no need for it. <laughs> We've got a perfectly good language here that you should be using. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and the opportunities for double entendres in the English language is a selling point in of itself. Am mm-hmm. I right? Absolutely. Okay. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody sent us this billboard. Uh, not sure where this is. 
but it uh, it says Russia funneled green groups millions of dollars to oppose fracking and cripple American energy. How's that for collusion? Golly. And that's accurate, too. Congressional House Report, uh, March 2018. Yeah, so somebody, wow. somebody sent that to us, mm-hmm. and I had just seen an op-ed going right along with that that, that makes that <laughs> point. I mean, it's, a, it's so depressing. Yeah, the headline is, Investigate Russia's Covert Funding of U.S. Anti-Fossil Fuel Groups. Oh, wow. According to The Guardian, <clears throat> Rasmussen, who was also a former prime minister of Denmark, claimed in a presentation to a think tank in London, quote, I have met with I have met allies who can report that Russia, as part of their sophisticated information and disinformation operations, engaged actively with so-called non-governmental organizations or NGOs, environmental organizations working against shale gas to maintain European dependence on imported Russian gas. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. While environmental NGOs denounced Rasmussen's claim, money can be laundered through various organizations in such a way that the final recipient has no idea of the funding's real origins. <laughs> and that's where Smith Weber, the Smith Weber letter comes in. Smith and Weber assert that the Russian government and complicit parties had a scheme that allows money originating from foreign countries like Russia to funnel through Bermuda-based shell companies to environmental groups in the United States with the aim of disrupting US the US energy industry. Ta-da! They allege tens of millions of dollars were handed to Bermuda-based Klein Limited, which then funneled the money to the Sea Change Foundation, which distributed the funds to various NGOs. Jeez. Uh, and how often does this go on right. and it's not detected? Yeah. And you can see <clears throat> why it was so important to so many special interest groups to get Donald Trump out of office. Uh, yep. Because this is the kind of stuff that, that, that they're empowered by, these kind of lobbying efforts. And then when you've got a, a pro-energy president in office, well, we got to get him out of there because he's going to stop our cash cows. In hindsight, it's increasingly apparent that Putin has been preparing for his Ukrainian invasion for years. Dominating the global energy market by covertly working to limit U.S. production would have been a huge coup in more ways than one. Had Russia dominated global energy production, Putin would be in a better position to thumb his nose at countries critical of his invasion and deprive his critics of needed oil and gas. Putin can still squeeze his critics, but... The U.S. energy industry may be able to temper the the impact. Not if uh, the Biden administration won't let them. If Democrats and the media are still interested in finding some type of Russian collusion, maybe they should begin by investigating whether Russia actually has been covertly funneling money to environmental NGOs. Yeah. That, <clears throat> what that, do you think the odds are? Like 99.6% or like 99.9%? <laughs> that op-ed uh, from The Hill, I mean, that's... It's Jeez. damning, yeah. Uh, and now, you know, we're going to get uh, oil from Venezuela and, and Iran. Iran, so that'll, right. that'll fix it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wonder, are we going to remember when something really big and really bad uh, comes from these countries like Iran and Venezuela where we're going to be sending all this cash to these terrible regimes? When they fund something really big internationally... Possibly on our own soil. Are we going to remember this manufactured desperation that the Biden administration has put us in right now? I, I, I cannot, un- I mean, I cannot understand. There's not one 
coherent reason that I've heard as to why we're not drilling in the United States of America more. Yeah, there's moment. not. And yesterday, uh, Jen Psaki blamed it all on the oil industry. Yeah, they could drill more if they wanted to. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you stopped allowing the leases where they can drill. Then you fought them in court. Then you fought them in court. <laughs> you shut down the pipeline. They did everything. will not take any responsibility for anything ever. It's really despicable. Also, there's this article from the Washington Examiner. Yes, Biden's climate policies empowered Putin. The Willow Oil Project in Alaska's National Petroleum Reserve uh, would deliver 160,000 barrels of oil per day to U.S. consumers for the next 30 years if it was ever completed. Project was approved by Donald Trump, but blocked, of course, by far-left activists in federal court. Now, now Biden's administration must decide if it will issue a new environmental report approving the project or side with the environmental activists and kill the project. What do you suppose you'll do? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> and this is another foreign policy decision that is hurting the United States of America. Some Democrats don't see the link between domestic oil production and national security, but there's a huge link. It's the same tired argument they've been making for the last several years, uh, where we live in this binary world where custom, cu- uh, countries have to either buy our fossil fuels or Putin's. Uh, renewable energy is decades away from replacing fossil fuels. Literally decades, probably more than that. Mm-hmm. Putin's entire grand strategy involves exploiting that reality as long as he can. Both Europe and Biden have played right into his hands, at least until now. Just look at the uh, decisions Europe has made over the last decade and how those decisions have already empowered Putin. As recently as 2,000 EU countries produced almost 10 million terajoules of natural gas per year. Yeah, who knows what a terajoule is, but but pay attention to that number. 10 million. 10 million. Okay. And imported just 7 million terajoules a year from Russia. So less than half. Okay. All right. So the movement toward renewable energy production was not nearly fast enough by 2020. EU countries produce less than 4 million terajoules. Keep in mind it was 10. Right. Now they're doing this renewable crap. They reduced it 60%. And had to import over 9 million terajoules from Russia. It was uh, 7. Now it's 9. So they're in a really bad position now, as are we. And the cost for the consumer there has skyrocketed just like for us. Good times. So, yes, the EU did reduce natural gas consumption by 4 million terajoules, but it became more dependent, not less. (laughs) So they reduced their their, uh, usage of it. But it made it worse. This, this world is... It's crazy. We are adrift. So Biden also similarly started the U.S. down the road toward energy dependency. Not independence, dependency. On his first day in office, as we've mentioned many times, he imposed a moratorium on new oil and gas leasing on all federal lands, and he canceled the permit for the Keystone XL pipeline. So that just further empowered Putin. Everything that he's done has set Putin up for what he's doing right now. And then, then he sits in that interview clip we played 
And he's like, who could have seen this coming? <laughs> right. Right? Who, how, how is he so powerful? Right. Oh, shut up. Jeez. Who could have seen it come? I don't know. Everybody? Only everybody. Let me tell you about CBD. Uh, does CBD work? You bet it does. And cbdistillery.com is where to go to get it. Nine out of ten patients use CBD uh, for treating a health condition of some kind. Whether it's, I can't sleep well at night. Uh, a lot of people, 90% of CB distillery customers said they sleep better with CBD. Or there's also nagging discomfort. You know, you've got some kind of pain in your joints or your muscle aches, that kind of thing. Nagging discomfort, 80% of customers said CBD helps with all of that after physical activity. If you haven't discovered the power of CBD yet, you're missing out. And this isn't, you know, it doesn't have any THC in it. It's not going to make you high. It's not illegal. It's perfectly legal and moral. Go to cbdistillery.com where you order online with no prescription required. Enter the word PAT, P-A-T, for 20% off. Again, enter PAT for 20% off at cbdistillery.com. That's cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Article uh, just written by Vox. Oops, cleaning the Great Pacific Garbage Patch was probably a bad idea. Oh, no. What? <laughs> Jeez. So they cleaned it up. That's why we can't see it from space. Yeah, they right. They cleaned it up. Right. Last month, a group of marine biologists noticed something fishy in a video posted on Twitter by a nonprofit called The Ocean Cleanup. Mm. This is likely a staged video. Clark Richards, a scientist at the Bedford Institute of Oceanography, Oceanography, wrote, I call BS. (laughs) In the 25-second clip, a large net appears to dump 8,400 pounds of plastic waste including crates, buckets, fishing gear, onto the deck of a ship. The ocean cleanup, which has raised more than $100 million. Oh, wow. Wow, there's big money in this environmental stuff. You said it, man. Wow. And you wonder, why would people say all this stuff when it's not true? Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Huh. huh. There's a hundred million dollars they've raised on the promise to rid plastic from the seas. And this is interesting. Hmm. This article you're reading from Vox, it's it's a group of leftists calling out another group of leftists for yeah. staging this fake cleanup. It's weird because there it's this has happened a couple of times. Vox is doing it mm-hmm. now. And it was, I think, Salon yeah. that, that did the big article on it yes. not existing at all. Correct. And then Vice is the one that went out on the boat looking for the great garbage and patch. And couldn't find like, it. Where is it? Right. <laughs> so you got Vox, Vice, and Salon all saying, it's kind of a hoax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. So this is supposedly, you know, some infamous region of international waters between California and Hawaii that's two and a half times the size of Texas, and it's filled with garbage. And yet nobody can see it. Nobody can take a picture of it. 
Don't we have satellites that can do that? It shouldn't be that difficult. It should yeah. not. You yeah. should pinpoint that easily. And this is an interesting article. They, they try to explain it, but... Uh-huh. Uh, Richards and <clears throat> several other marine biologists quickly challenged the group's claim. On Twitter and in media reports, they said that the plastic looked too clean to have been floating <laughs> for a while in the ocean. They should have been more. Uh, there should have been more visible buildup of marine organisms like algae and barnacles. Right. That's weird that they're actually calling them out on this. Busted. Everyone can agree that plastic waste is a scourge. Between 2000 and 2019, plastic production worldwide doubled, reaching 460 million metric tons. Wow. And only a small fraction of that gets recycled. The rest is burned, buried, or ends up in the environment somewhere, including the sea. In the Walmart parking lots. Yeah, there's a lot of it there. Some estimates suggest that by 2050, there could be more plastic uh, in the oceans by weight than fish. Now, stop. Please stop. Uh Uh-uh. No, no. I'm going to call BS on that. Yeah, if that ever is a provable fact, I'm moving to Mars. Post-haste. Jeez. Uh, Some scientists think that cleaning up the ocean is futile and perhaps even a harmful endeavor. Several marine (laughs) biologists told Vox that existing methods, including the ocean cleanup strategy, are inefficient and often produce pollution themselves. Oh. Uh Plus, this approach can kill sea creatures, the very animals these efforts are ultimately trying to protect. Your stupid boats are going out there and causing more harm than good. This is awesome. Every time. Every time with this environmental stuff. Out of their own way. Nope. The problem with clearing up the ocean starts with a pervasive misconception that there are enormous blobs of trash (laughs) floating out at sea, just waiting to be scooped up. So they're saying it too. Mm -hmm. There is no great Pacific garbage patch. (sighs) News stories in the 2000s popularized the idea by referring to it as such the great Pacific garbage patch. It's an island of trash. Even today, a Google search of the patch reveals images of large expanses of floating waste. Yeah. yeah. I haven't found any of those. Yeah, you'll see them, but it's not, it's never a it's never shot. It's, 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 they're trying to correlate. It's kind of like, like if a newspaper puts an image that doesn't fit with the caption just because they're trying to make a point. Right. Yeah. So-called patch isn't so much an island as it is a soup. Okay. See, it's a soup. However, oh. in, in which broken down bits of plastic are like pepper flakes. Ah, pepper flakes. Much of the waste is pea-sized or smaller and floats below the surface. Okay. See? See? That explains why when you're there, it just looks like ocean. Uh-huh. According to a marine biologist. We found it out. Melanie Bergman. We found it out. There you Melanie. go. Yep. It's pepper flakes. Now I'm hungry, though. <laughs> Honestly. Submarine scientists also point out that using large ships that run on fossil fuels to drag nets through the water pollutes the air and the climate. Of course it does. Two vessels operated by the ocean cleanup, for example, release 600 metric tons of carbon dioxide for a month of cleanup, (laughs) equivalent to about 130 cars on the road for a year. That is, (laughs) you got to read that again. When these morons go out there to clean up the Pacific garbage patch, what happens? They're they're giving off as much carbon dioxide as 130 cars on the road for a year. (laughs) These guys. (laughs) Every time. Every time. Every single time. 
You might want to hang on to that story. This one? Or uh, the, the one, one I just, just threw away? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I definitely want to hang yeah, on to yeah, it. Yeah, because we're going to post that uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter if you want to see that for yourself. This is a great article. Speaking of ships on the sea, this one's kind of cool, though. Mm. Uh, they've built a cruise ship five times the size of the t- Titanic, and it just set sail. Five times the size of the Titanic? Wow. Wonder of the Seas, it's called, weighs in at 236,857 tons. That's a big boy. Wow, that's like a floating city. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's what they call it, too. That's wild. You jump from the top level of that, and uh, wow, I don't... How many stories is that? Does it say? A lot. A lot. What did it say? Nine decks? Twelve? Let's see. It's got... It's got 19 swimming pools, 20 restaurants, 11 bars, an ice rink, casino, and even its own Central Park. Oh, no. What? That is something else. Wow. That's really cool. But are you vaccinated? Because if not, then you don't get to experience it. Go home. Uh-huh. Royal, uh, the Royal Caribbean Liner set out on her maiden seven-day voyage last Friday from Fort Lauderdale, uh, heading to the Caribbean. Stats for the record-breaking ship are staggering. It's 1,188 feet long. Hmm. So, wow. Like, 300, several football fields. It can carry 6,988 passengers along with 2,300 crew. <laughs> Wait. You got a crew of 2,300? Wait a minute. You just, you just try to calculate 1,100 feet into football fields let's do miles man 2.1 miles right no oh i, just, I did eleven thousand. no is keith yeah math. eleven thousand. would this be this is keith math yeah it's fine so if we put the 18 thank you together, you know what no we're doing math later 22 minutes you sell it with eight minutes of ads <laughs> you got 30 life. okay so we're at a it's too early for math we've said a, that a million times it's just under a quarter of a mile yeah so 2,300 crew members, almost 7,000 passengers. It can hold enough beer to fill Wait, all what? the swimming pools on board twice over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's do that. Let's try that. Okay. All right. Good. I don't know why you would, but it just seems fun, right? Don't we, you? We've got 19 swimming pools filled with beer. Go mm-hmm. swim. Uh, one female holiday maker said, it's hard to believe you're even on a ship. It's a city on the right. water. There's yeah, it is. everything you could ever want. There's no reason to ever get off. Another joked, we're going to need a bigger ocean. <laughs> <laughs> 20 restaurants? Yeah. How long are these cruises? You're not going to have a chance to eat at every uh, one of them. No way. Uh, you know, probably, what, seven days? Mm. Five days? I think you can. it varies. But it has 18 decks, mm. 16 for passengers. Wait, well, I want to go to the other two. Top speed of 25 miles an hour, thanks to three 20,000 kilowatt diesel electric thrusters, and uh, each of them generates 7,500 horsepower. That's a lot. 18 decks. That's how high? Did it say how high this? It doesn't ship say is? in feet. No. And yeah, don't give me feet. I'll blow it. 
Um, it's seven miles in feet. Seven miles yeah, high? Seven, the ship is... Seven miles How does it high. not tip over? It's, I don't know. We've established know, it's Keith, a it's quarter staggering. mile long. That's really high. But it's seven miles high. Yeah, that's too high. That's ridiculous. You want to know the truth what of it. What a stupid boat. You need high speed elevators just to get like Thank halfway you. to the top. Thank you. You spent half your, your voyage just... Trying to get to the, the to you know, room. 7,000 foot floor. <laughs> mile <laughs> what? floor. <laughs> what floor is your room on? Uh, it's on 9,472. Oh, very good. I'm going to 9,472. It cost over a billion dollars. Uh, it had been originally set to launch in China last year, but those plans were shelved because of COVID. Uh-huh. I'm still to the point where I don't think I'm comfortable going on a cruise. I wasn't comfortable going on a cruise with all their little E. coli or whatever outbreaks before the pandemic. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. certainly now, however, now, however, if you are to get stuck on a ship because you're in quarantine out at sea for months, that's the ship to get stuck on. Yeah, that's the one. Definitely. But I just looked. Uh, yeah. Royal Caribbean. Uh, Got to be fully vaccinated. So of course you do. That's a cow's opinion for me because I'm not going to be eligible anyway. But what an amazing what an amazing ship. Reminds me of what the Saudis are doing with that city in the desert they're thinking about making. Mm. Have you heard about it? It's mm. called Neom. means new future, I think, mm. in English. And it's going to be some technological wonder that's a smart city they're building. $500 billion is what they're investing in. Oh, wow. And then when we start buying oil from them, they'll have more money to mm-hmm. build into that city. Mm-hmm. I bet we already get a certain amount. Do we get a certain amount from Saudi? Yeah, I think we're going to get more. We um, are. And I think it has begging to do with the fact for more. Yeah, that we just released today. Biden has released the 20th hijacker from 9-11. Yeah. And, it's, and sent him back to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You don't suppose that has anything to do with enticing them to... It's suspected. ...ratchet up their oil it's production. Oil now, yeah. I don't know. Jeez. Whatever, man. It just, nothing makes sense. So he is begging foreign dictators and despots to increase their their oil production. And instead of telling the oil companies here to do everything they possibly can to make us energy independent. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you do that? Why? It, the oil is coming from someplace. You're still using what you consider to be fossil fuels. Use ours. Yeah, wouldn't you rather fund terrorists and despots than hardworking Americans that need jobs? No, I wouldn't personally. Oh, really? But Biden would. Yeah, right. yeah so yeah. we got that going for us. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Bob Loblaw tweets, just watch. Joe Biden will soon push for a new emergency stimulus plan to help Americans deal with inflation and rising gas prices. Opting to print his way out of this versus pump his way out. Uh Carl Smith tweets, uh, don't you understand buying more oil from Iran, Venezuela, and Saudi Arabia rather than using our own reserves just makes sense as their oil burns much greener than ours. Okay. Now, the okay, answer. now I get it. All right. From Peekapool, Pat's barely conscious Biden is great, but he needs to work suddenly, irrationally, uh, needs to work suddenly, irrationally angry, Joe, into the mix occasionally. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because he'll go from there. And don't really be a pissed. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point from Peekapool. Uh, hippie Patriot. We don't even need Russia to help destroy our energy. We have our own administration. 
destroying it from within. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's is that? Don't go in the basement. Uh, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I was thinking it's from a popular scream is what comes to mind for me. Classic but horror I think, I think movie. That reference is even sooner than that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it happens in Scream. Yeah, maybe. But it's from before that. Uh, so we just heard Keith mess up uh, the math. Okay, we don't have to relive it. Uh, a moment ago. But check this out from Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, yes. His math may actually be worse than Keith's and <laughs> Jeffy's combined. <laughs> okay. Great education. Yeah, but Because I told him I didn't want to get a, a certain vehicle because of the amount of gas I would have to spend. Yeah. It cost like $80. To, to fill it up. To fill it up. And he right. said, then you said... When it gets to half, then you put $20, you bring it back to full. <laughs> but if I keep doing I'd have to stop more often and still no, spend 80 No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Why? You're complaining about when it gets to zero, you spend 80 right? Mm-hmm. When it gets to half, you put 20 Then when it gets back to half, you put 20 Yeah, but, but I'll keep stopping putting 20 in, and it'll be cool. 80 Kenny. the same amount of gas. Kenny. I'm Kenny. driving the Kenny. same amount of gas. The average human stops once a week for gas, right? With you, you only work here twice. You would probably have to stop maybe, maybe once every two weeks. <laughs> This is all. This is bordering on more than me. This is bordering on what's closer, the West Coast or the Moon. So if if wait, bordering on that. You're 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 telling me that I would I wouldn't have to if I only if I didn't let my gas get down I wouldn't have to fill it up as much. No, no, I'm listen saying to it, you listen. complained about the $80. Yeah, you're complaining That's about $80. That's what I'm right. about. You, you, but four what? times 20 is 80 because I'm going to stop four times. <laughs> no, you're not going to stop four times. No, no, you're, you're not. not going to stop four times. Not in one week, you're not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the West Coast is closer than the moon. If you let it get to zero, right? Monday okay. through Friday, right? Yeah, right. You got to pay eighty right. okay. to pay 80. fill it back up. Right. Yes. Okay, but if you let it get to half by Wednesday, then you pay twenty. No, back by, it won't full. get to half by. Right. By if Wednesday, it's going to be forty, and then on Friday it'll be forty. Not forty, again. twenty. Yeah. It's going to be 20. Why is it going to be 20? It's going to be 20. It's going halfway to half. Half of 80 is 40. But no, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I I am. Okay. So every day, if I did, if I did. No, you're you're going to have to put gas in every day. Don't play me right now. Don't play me. Don't don't play me right now. Yeah, you complained about the 80 bucks, Kenny. That's what you were complaining about. Because Ernie, I want to get this car, but I really want to save gas money. You're complaining. Tell me. I want to know how I'm going to save gas money. You're complaining about the $80. See? Right? So Okay, so okay. at zero is 80. Right. No question. So right, at full is 80, right? Right. Yes. So if it gets to half, that'll be 40, right? No question. Right. So if you put 20 in, then you bring it back up to three quarters. <laughs> right? No, if I put 20 no. in, then it gets to one quarter. Jeez, yeah. But it'll be three quarters. It'll be three quarters full. Three quarters empty? No. No, three quarters full. But who's on first? <laughs> there, this. Yeah, there we go. You know what? There you go. So you got it, right? <laughs> Figured it but out. Who's on first? Nobody travels more than me. Mm-hmm. Wow. The Good. numbers don't lie. Thank you. Good thing he's 7'2 and about 340 pounds. Whatever you say, Shaq. Sheesh. <laughs> wow. That is awesome. Because, I mean, the if Jeffy were here, he'd say, mm-hmm. what? He was complaining about $80. <laughs> yeah, now he doesn't uh, have to spend 80 uh, He spends 20 Makes total sense. <laughs> so if you, if you use half of the tank, yeah, right? Yeah. And it costs $80 to fill it all the yeah. way up. Don't let it get to zero. Mm-hmm. Let it get to half. Yeah. And then put 20 bucks worth in. Right. Then that's not 80 See? He's right about that. He's right about that. That's what I said. It's not 80. That's what I was... I've been trying to tell you that. <laughs> I'm not seven foot two, 300 and whatever pounds. No. Right? 
But right. I've been trying to tell you because you've been complaining how mm-hmm. much it costs to fill up. And I said, look, just yeah, it was retro- $92 less. Okay, week. so retrofit your car with a smaller tank. And that oh. way, when you fill up, wow, it would only be the number wouldn't be as big. Yeah, be like $46. Huh. <clears throat> That's good. Yeah, see? Yeah, but then I'd have to stop <laughs> more often. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. The number would be. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> really? Okay, so. I only put twenty dollars right. worth in, but that yeah. will last me until. Yeah, I'm just trying to eliminate you having to see ninety-two dollars on the screen. Uh huh. Oh, not, okay. I'm not sitting here talking about stops and mileage and all that stuff. Don't be ridiculous. Don't bother me with where you're trying yeah. to go. I'm just trying or... to help you out at that moment in time. That number you see on the screen. <laughs> so mm-hmm. great. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people just get lost in a little. You know, oh, what was? How did you get lost there? I mean, I, that was nobody got lost there. No, nobody did. By the way, in May of 2020, mm. I, I recently found this picture that I took at the time. Gas was down to a dollar twenty-five. Remember, you know, oh, for wow. two months it was sliding big time, right? Because in the, 2020, right? Because of the pandemic and everybody was staying at home, the demand was right. a lot less around the world. So yep. it was a buck twenty-five, and I had a dollar off at Kroger. So a dollar per gallon, dollar per gallon. Wow. So I filled up 25 cents a gallon, an empty tank. I filled up 19 some gallons worth or whatever for under five bucks. It cost me four dollars. I remember those days. That was not that long ago. And now that's the price per gallon. Mm. (sighs) That's how things were when I was just started driving in Montana. I know. You fill up your gas tank for six or seven bucks. I feel so bad for my kids, man. Yeah. Driving around now. Because when I was in high school, I could fill up for ten bucks. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Boy, those, those, are, don't those, come. <laughs> those days aren't <laughs> coming Tuesday. back. Happy Tuesday. Wow. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Because uh, your home is probably the biggest investment you'll ever make in your lifetime. And so you need somebody who's an expert, somebody with a great track record, somebody who knows the market and can help you make the big decisions. Do you paint the inside? Do you paint the outside? Do you make changes with countertops, flooring, all of those things, remodel a bathroom or the kitchen? Because those are the places usually that they say you're going to get your money out of. A great realtor be able to help you through that process and to tell you what you'll get your money out of and what you won't. So what's worth doing and what isn't? What do you want to spend the money on and what do you want to... Maybe you just want to sell it as is. Real estate agents I trust, they sell homes quickly and help you get the most money out of it. Or if you're buying a home, they help you get the, the most home for your money. Real estate agents I trust, the name says it all. Real estate agents I trust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of oil and uh, Biden's stupidity, as he reaches out to Iran, and we, we played you the Iranian negotiator yesterday who said we got everything we wanted and a lot more we didn't think it'd be this easy basically he said it's like taking candy from a baby uh in the negotiations they've made with the U.S. on all of this stuff on their nuclear situation on um, maybe get filling the gap that's going to be created if we ban Russian oil well, it'll come from Iran our good friends the Iranians 
And they're talking to Venezuela about the same thing. Increase their oil exports to us. And how about Saudi Arabia, too? Because they're another good, close, personal friend. <laughs> and he, he just would rather cozy up to these ruthless dictators who hate America than tell the oil companies, hey, make us energy independent again. Go out and, and drill everything you can. Frack, horizontal fracking, everything we need to do and can do, do it. Do it. Not only could we replace the Russian oil, we could help Germany replace the dependency they have on Russian oil. We could export to Germany. We have enough to do that kind of thing. And they just won't. They, they refuse uh, to do it. So there's the hypocrisy of, yeah, don't drill here, but we want uh, Iran, Venezuela, and Saudi Arabia to drill more. How does that help the environment? It's just, it's pathetic. But this is what he does. I, I keep meaning to mention the hypocrisy last week on Ash Wednesday. He's walking around talking to reporters with the ash on his forehead. Mm-hmm. And somebody finally asked him uh, about abortion, why he supports it. Here he is with the ash on his forehead. I'm super Catholic. I really believe in the doctrine of my church. I go to church all the time. So somebody asks him, all right, you you got the ash on your forehead. You're really showing your religiosity there. Why do you support abortion despite the church being against it? I don't want to get into a debate with you about theology. Really? You don't want to get into a debate with me about theology, but you're wearing the ash on your forehead showing your theology. The hypocrisy is unreal. I'm not going to make a judgment for other people. Oh, okay. So you're not going to tell somebody else they can't murder some human innocent life? Hmm. Yeah. All right. People of Ukraine. And last night you said that you support Roe v. Wade as a Catholic. I didn't support abortion as a Catholic. church teaching. I tell you what. Tell me what. I don't want to get in a debate with you on theology, but you know. Well, anyway. Well, anyway. I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm Pause not it for a second. You saw that? See that move? You saw that? Her, his handler came up. That is amazing. Yep. She came up and just. Pulled his arm. Pulled his arm. Hey, you can't talk about this. Stop it. And by the way, no one's asking him to judge anyone. It's just a question about yourself. Right. He was just asking you, as a practicing Catholic, how do you support Roe versus Wade? As supposedly a devout Catholic. As indicated by the ash on your forehead. I no. was going to say, yeah. It's you know, not out of the blue. It's no, not it's not out of, out of the blue. You're sh- you're showing it, so we're asking you about it. Perfectly legitimate and appropriate. Show that again. Watch his handler. Watch the <laughs> aide there uh, come up to him. Here comes the doctor. Oh, wait, what? I tell you what. His sister comes up. <laughs> I don't want to get in a debate with you on theology, but you know. Well, anyway. I'm not going I'm not, I'm not to make a judgment. Well, anyway. I'm not gonna make a judgment for other people. That's fascinating because you don't mind making a judgment for me on right. vaccinations. Joe, come pick me a flower. Unbelievable. Grass. His sister Jill comes up to him, touches him on the arm, like, no, no. Remember? You're not supposed you're being naughty. You know, 
Hold on. I, oh, I, anyway. I, right? Anyway, I, right. I, I, I hate to do this to you, Rob. Can you play it just one more time? Yeah. Now listen to me. When 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 try to pause it after she pulls his arm, look at the look on her face as she looks up to him. Watch this. People of Ukraine. And last night you said you support Roe v. Wade at the Catholic. I didn't support abortion at the Catholic. Oh, here she comes. Oh, Here's the abortion oh, question. By the way. I don't want to get uh, in a debate with your theology, but pause. you know. Well, anyway. Pause. Uh, uh, she was looking. Oh gosh, there's a there's a pause. Well, anyway, I can't. I, my my friend. Yeah. My sister tells me I can't talk about that. But she, I can't talk right she now. She did this number. She pulls her like. <laughs> uh huh. Like, yep. Bro. Like remember what oh, I told oh, you. Happier times. Do you remember what I told you? Happier times. Okay. Let's. If I can walk through this field. Um, oh, look at the pretty flowers. When they used to cover their faces. The pretty, pretty dandelion flowers. Don't do it, Joe. And, Joe, don't. No, don't, Joe. I love the fact that it's not Joseph, even. Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> it doesn't even have the yellow All bloom on right, it. That's it's gone beyond that. Lovely. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love this. I'm going to make a wish um, sometime later. Not now, no, but nope. maybe I'm going to throw later. it away. And just as I get past this marine, okay. whoop, no more flower. <laughs> I mean, that is uh, what you do to a little kid move if ever there was one. And right? that's that's how she treats him all the time. Leads him around by the arm, leads him around by the nose, tells him what to do. It's pretty interesting. And I'm... I, I promise you, audience, I'm not going to ask Rob to play this again. But <laughs> but I just want to say, as soon as that word, I, I guarantee you there are key words, and one of them is abortion, because as soon as mm-hmm. the word abortion was said, <clears throat> was shouted by that reporter, mm-hmm. that's when she started walking toward him. Especially on Ash Wednesday, when he's talking Catholicism, mm-hmm. and she knows this isn't going to work, because he's a hypocrite. <laughs> she knows. Look at that. Uh, we talked about this, Joe. Joseph. Joseph. Don't make me withhold your pudding tonight. Don't make me do it, because I will. I, uh, you can't be talking about this. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, think of all the injustices that uh, LGBTQQIA2 <laughs> folks face. Every single day. Every day. Every darn day. Well, con- Congresswoman Katie Porter, Democrat from California, she has a really good plan to fix all that. Okay. Reports to Congress are not just for us. They're a tool for Americans to hold our government accountable. I join Republicans and Democrats to pass the Global Respect Act to require the White House and State Department to name foreign individuals who violate the human rights (laughs) of LGBTQ people. People put Mm. on this list would be ineligible for visas to or entry into the United States. This report of human rights violations should not sit on some desk in Washington, D.C., gathering dust. What should it do? My amendment to the Global Respect Act gives every American the opportunity to read the report on protecting LGBTQ rights abroad. The public, our partners, and our allies need to see that the U.S. government is holding human rights abusers Mm. accountable. Mm. My amendment will require a published report and will Mm. improve transparency and accountability. There you go. Finally. Finally, somebody said something about the ignored LGBTQ uh, group uh, of people. The Global Respect Act. You don't think this is going to be the template for everything that they disagree with you on? Like, this Mm -hmm. is going to apply to us at some point. Oh, look, they're conservatives. They don't don't, uh, sit there and worship Leah Thomas, the... 
the dude chick swimmer up in uh, mm. wherever it is now, the Ivy League school that I can't remember. Penn? The Penn? Yeah, well, whatever. I think it is. The point is, if mm-hmm. I don't absolutely support her and bow down to her and praise her, I could probably fall into This is just a template for stuff that's coming down the pike. Absolutely. It's just right in line with what Glenn is always talking about with ESG scores. That's yeah. That's what this is. By the way, Utah's Republican governor just vetoed or he vowed to veto the trans sports bill. They're they're considering a bill that would ban trans people, women especially, uh, in other words, men from competing in women's sports. And he's going to ban that? He's going to veto that? Wow. Wow. Incredible. I mean, it's unbelievable, this world. Boys really have is. more access to girls' sports than homeschoolers do to Ye- any sport. Oh, right. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. We take 60 seconds and remind you about iTarget Pro. You know, we have the highest inflation rate in 40 years, and that's caused the price of everything to go up. Everything. Especially the costs of firearms and ammo. And so, a lot of law-abiding gun owners have stopped training because it's just too expensive. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire uh, and you can practice with your actual firearm right in your own home, in the comfort, safety, and privacy of your own home. So it gives you the opportunity to train anytime you want and with your kids because, again, it's safe. Instead of actual an ammo round being in the gun, you replace the bullet with a, a laser bullet. And that shows you where your shots land on the target and, of course, makes it safe to use. Uh, No more inconvenient trips to the range or expensive practice ammo. And again, you can't even find it half the time. Yeah, and it's fun, actually. I mean... Really fun. It's... It's literally just like a game, really. I mean, you don't realize that you're training... And you're sitting there shooting across the room at the target yeah. and looking at your phone. Love it. It's a high-tech way to do it. It's really fun. iTarget I Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with anything you own. Save 10% right now and get free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. Smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in like a day. That's the letter I, then targetpro.com, itargetpro.com, offer code PAT. Gray unleashed. Jimmy Dipples tweets, uh, God bless Shaq, but with his math, now I'm wondering if he really scored all those points he says he did. <laughs> okay. uh, John Hennessy Jun- he- John Hesse Jr. Uh, tweets, Biden cozies up to dictators who hate America because birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. Sadly, mm-hmm. seems to be the truth. And from Squatching Duck, Joe gave up answering questions about abortion for Lent. Okay. That makes sense. Now we get it. Now I, yes, now I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's a big day in Utah because they're doing the, they're going to go to the, like it's the neighborhood election to send your uh, representatives to the caucus convention in, uh, I think it's in May. In Utah. So today is the day that sets all of that up. Okay. So today's not the convention day. Not the convention day, but a day when they elect the people who will be at the convention. I got it now. 
So it's really important for everybody who is a Mike Lee supporter to show up to one of these places and make sure you have a say in this because he is being primaried this is in Utah. Madness. It's the senior 12-year senator from Utah who is one of the, maybe the best senator in the United States of America. Maybe the absolute best and most consistent and a guy who knows and loves and defends the Constitution uh, they're they're trying to beat him in the primaries with uh, Republican candidates. I can't understand this because he is such a nice guy. That so great. I've never heard anyone left or right say a bad thing about him until I this think primary I have either. with his own party going after him. It makes no sense at all. Yeah. The guy, again, he makes no enemies. He loves the Constitution. He passionately defends it. And he's just a normal guy. Just a no- like he'll sit out here when mm-hmm. he comes to the blaze and just sits out there and anybody that comes up and wants to talk and hang out, he is so nice to them. He's been so kind to my kids before. He's just a nice human being. And I cannot understand this assault from his own party. This party is just It's gone. because he's an actual conservative. Yes, yes. He is a true conservative. But he's not a guy who fires off salvos and and launches grenade attacks on people and says outrageous things about them. You, how do you paint him into the corner of being a radical? He is, he's the furthest thing that's from a radical. That's what they're labeling him. Huh? Yeah, his yeah, they're calling him a radical in his own party. That is madness. You know, it's the it's the Mike Levitt. He's former governor of Utah. He's the and a rhino, an establishment Republican, along the lines of um, uh, Mitch McConnell in mm. Kentucky. That kind of a Republican. Uh, and so I think it galls them that there's somebody with actual standards and somebody who is um, respected and respectable. I mean, you ask other senators, even Democrats, like Keith was saying, I, I don't think they have anything bad to say about Mike Lee. They might disagree with him on absolutely everything, but they understand he's not a radical. He's not a flamethrower. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't stir the pot just to stir the pot. He defends the Constitution. So it is a huge day. If you're a Mike Lee fan, please show up and make sure that we've got some supporters elected to the convention uh, for the caucus in May. Because otherwise, you're going to lose the best senator um, that you can possibly have from the state of Utah. Or any state, for that matter. If Utah does this, I mean... Like the reddest of red states. Yeah. What chance do we have? What chance do we have? It's to the point where, and I don't know that he want Romney's uh, endorsement, but Mitt Romney refuses to endorse him. What is that? The junior senator from Utah will not endorse the senior senator from Utah. In the same party, supposedly. Uh, I don't, I mean, Mitt Romney sucks. So I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't know if, if I would want his be a liability possibly. Yeah, it's it, he might be doing Mike a favor, but <laughs> it's really pathetic. It really is amazing. <sighs> what a world, man! What a world indeed. I just I don't know. I, I I don't know how Utah has gotten to this point because I mean the Deseret News takes shots at him. I I don't understand it. Such a good senator. Such a... Con- he is absolutely consistent. 
I've never known him to wait. Mike Lee is voting for that. He didn't vote for the uh, for the ban for the sanctions on on Russia because he said they're too expensive. They're they're ineffective, and they promote progressive policies. That was his take on it. But that's what they're going to beat him up with. So uh, just know that if you want to keep Mike Lee in the Senate from Utah, uh, please show up at those at those meetings today. If somehow he gets defeated and he is no longer the senior senator from Utah, then either a Donald Trump or a Ron DeSantis or whoever is getting ready to run for 2024 needs to say, um, if elected, my first Supreme Court nominee would be Mike Lee. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That would be a nice alternative. Mm-hmm. But don't let that happen. Yeah. Let's <laughs> keep, keep him, him in, in the, the Senate. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I understand they've got something like a $20 million war chest against him. I, could you aim you your guns a, somewhere more appropriate? I know. All right. 888 Speaking of support for uh, Ukraine and uh, sanctions on Russia... There's there's this video that is circulating and it's gone viral of this mm-hmm. Ukrainian girl who is uh, singing "Let It Go," and uh, if this doesn't warm the cockles of oh, your the heart, the Disney song, huh? Yeah, From the Frozen show, right? <laughs> Huh. Huh. I don't know what this get-together is, but... That's a bomb shelter. She's got a good voice, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah she's bringing hope to a bomb shelter. Here it comes. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is in a refugee camp. Just kind of accentuates what's going on over there. They still have hope, and they're having some joy. Yeah. All right. How old did you say she so was? So that's nice. She's 38. Just 38 years old. So that little girl is I thought that, 38. Yeah, yeah I, I thought, thought that was really cute. Uh, she turned 38, I think, just last week, which is really kind of cool. That girl was 38, yeah. And you know, she's singing gibberish, I, she didn't get so a single that? word correct. I mean, she had the tune pretty well, but uh, I don't know why she was just spewing gibberish and didn't get any of the words right. If you don't know the words, don't sing the song. That's my rule of thumb. Okay. That's true. Hold on. Rob's got a note there on the screen there. Uh, Disney can't sue her because she's singing in gibberish. <laughs> See? That's true. Okay. That's true. Okay. That's true. That's 38 true. years old? I mean, yeah. Are, yeah. is there something in the water in Ukraine? Because they're not... No, why? Why do you... What do you mean? I feel that... I feel that, like, maybe you... Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's not really uh, growing up too fast, it looks like. Huh. She's singing Disney tunes? That's a well, 38-year-old? Uh, gibberish Disney tunes. <laughs> That's yeah. true. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I can't imagine. Hopefully that'll that. inspire the uh, Ukrainian people because uh, they need inspiration right now and, but and the, help. I don't think the message is to let it go. I think the message is to fight back. <laughs> I think maybe you need like <laughs> yeah. a... Yeah, it's a weird song, <laughs> isn't it, for Maybe that. you need a Mulan song. Maybe, he, maybe she was dedicating that to Vladimir Putin. Okay. Let it go. Let it go. Leave us alone. Get out of here. Okay. Beat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what's up your butt there Ed, that you've decided to take this route, but but uh, it's doubtful he's going to get the message either if she's busy singing it in gibberish. Yeah, he won't know what she's saying, so that's weird. So. Dang it. 
All right. 888 <laughs> uh, Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, the uh, Where is that story? I keep meaning to talk about this, too. The, the orchestra story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it's right it? there. Your hand was just on it. It was? Your hand was just on it. There you go. Right here. It's right here. Uh, just to take a break from from war talk and uh, COVID talk for a minute. <laughs> Let's talk about woke talk. Let's talk woke talk. <laughs> Let's talk woke. <laughs> and this is kind of interesting yeah. because years ago, like a decade or so ago, decade and a half, people were saying about uh, orchestras, about the people who were being selected to be in the orchestra. Uh, you know what you need to do because you're not getting the right percentage of minorities here. We need to have more diverse orchestras. So I think prejudice is entering your decisions as to who to put in this orchestra. You know what would help is if you did blind auditions. Oh, that makes sense. You can't see the people who are auditioning, and then we see who you choose uh, just on on their talent. That makes total on their sense. Talent alone. So that's what they did. They yeah. said, okay, let's let's go ahead and do blind auditions. And we'll just choose the best based on sound, which is kind of yeah logical since yes, it is. that's what you're looking for in an orchestra, right? Um, but no, wrong. The woke will never be satisfied until they control the outcome of everything. Uh, what happened was it made the orchestras less diverse rather than more diverse. So now they're pissed off about blind auditions. Yeah, somebody sent us these headlines. How blind auditions help orchestras to eliminate gender bias. That's 2013. That was in 2013. (laughs) And now to make orchestras more diverse and blind auditions. Oh, come on. (laughs) It's just got to be kidding me. So apparently too many whiteies were coming out of the the blind audition. And now they're saying, no, okay, you got to stop doing that. And you have to just look at these people and judge them based on their skin color. <laughs> I just... This... It's unbelievable how... I mean, it is... It's a man Uh-huh. A man What a stupid, stupid world. According to the New York Times now, if ensembles are to reflect the communities they serve, the audition <laughs> process should take into account race, gender, and other factors. Wait, hold on. Wait, aren't you looking for talent... You're looking for who can play the instrument the best out of the people who are auditioning for this, right? No, wrong. Not according to the New York Times. That's like saying in the NBA, uh, yeah, you know what? You need to you need to choose um, more white guys. <laughs> Wait, we're choosing the best players. No, because it doesn't represent the population. Right, that's what the story you just said. The communities they serve. Right. Really, who's going to the orchestra? If we're really trying to match up the average orchestra viewer, mm-hmm. then then they're not going to be doing the uh, the diversity push. It's it's going to be a it's going to be an orchestra filled with uh, rich snooty white dudes, <laughs> right? And their I, wives. Probably. I, I don't know. Do minorities stupid. not appreciate or- I orchestral I, music? I guess so. Yeah. I, maybe I'm making too much of an assumption there, but I wouldn't know because I don't go there, so they're not going to get anybody that looks like me. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not getting me there, so I, I don't know exactly who's going to what these presentations, world. but what it's so ridiculous. Stupid world. It, so in other words, don't worry about their playing talent. Yeah. Just hire blacks Doesn't and Hispanics. Matter. Doesn't matter, yeah. Uh, 
it just it's mind numbing. It's to the point where what do you even say about it anymore? I, about the <laughs> unbelievably blatant racism that's going on. Yep. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. All right, Scoremaster, this is uh, something you need before you apply for a loan for anything. It's a three week rule that many financial advisors um, suggest. What is it? That's waiting three weeks to buy a new car. Wait three weeks to refi your home and wait three weeks to finance actually any major purchase because that's how fast the average Scoremaster user takes to boost his or her credit score by an average 61 points. It's not like you see on TV with these ads from some of the other uh, credit score people. I raised... I raised my score over four points in just under six months. Ooh, yeah, and that helped, huh? And look, 61 points added to your credit score. That could save you tens of thousands of dollars on everything you finance. Scoremaster technology was developed by credits data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you ever thought possible. Makes it, really, it's easy to sign up. Takes about a minute to get started, and you don't have to wait months for your best credit score, try ScoreMaster for free and see how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash pat, scoremaster.com slash pat, scoremaster.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, Pathead T tweets, the same people in Utah that are going after Mike Lee are the same people that voted in big government Romney. What the heck has happened to Utah? Mm-hmm. It's a good question. Uh, Californians would be the answer. Californians. That, I think that's the answer of what's happened to mm-hmm. fill in the blank state. Yep. Especially in the West. Unrepentant capitalist Mike Lee isn't dangerous because he throws bombs. He's dangerous because he points out the emperor has no clothes. Mm-hmm. True enough. Or true dat. True dat. As it were. Sons of Thunder 42, new segment on Pat Unleashed, Woke Talk. Oh, <laughs> Vern, yeah. Vern Lundquist, more diverse orchestras are how you end up with the Jeffy theme music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From the Tyler Morgan, you think orchestras should be composed of people who got the spot by merit? What no. kind of racist are you? Yeah, I would never. No, uh, that is not what we think. We think there should be an exact, well, even there should be a higher percentage of minorities than exist in the community. Just to make sure and to fix, you know, the sins of the past. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like 30% black, 40% Hispanic. Uh, so that's 70% right there, 28% Asian, right. maybe 2% white. And to your point, how long has the white community been underserved in the National Basketball Association? Quite some time now. Mm-hmm. Quite uh, It should reflect time. the communities they serve, the NBA. <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? Aren't you saying the same thing? You, you're not going by merit in that case. Just like the orchestras. We're not going by merit. We're not going with the best players. Like, if you're a really good cellist, I'm sorry, I don't care. What color are you? How does that make any sense in the world of orchestral music that means so very much to me? I've never heard or used the word cellist. You haven't. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. Cellist. You ever watch uh, the, uh, the two guys, uh, and strangely enough, the name is 
two cellos, I think. Uh-uh. You know, they play like Led Zeppelin on their oh, cellos yeah. and stuff. Oh, really good. Yes, yeah, I've yeah. heard it. Yeah, okay. Really good. Really, really good. Yeah. They come out uh, on their on their music video. They they come out and uh, they're dressed in colonial garb, <laughs> and then sit down and nice. The audience is all colonial, and then <laughs> oh, they start no, just rocking out nice. on their cellos. It's really yeah. It's that should cool. be elevator music. No, no music. It should just be the two cellos. Music. Yes, that would be great. <laughs> I can get behind that. By the way, breaking news. Uh, this is serious. U.S is going to announce a ban on the import of Russian oil, LNG, and coal. So liquid liquid, natural gas, right? Mm, is that right, Corby? Liquid natural gas? Yeah. Okay. So you better fill up right now. So we're going to ban all Russian energy product. So there you go. Without, I guess, without replacing it with anything? No, not under this administration. They don't have a plan. Stop. The plan is... Uh, uh, cave into the pressure right. and just drop it right now. How about we replace it with U.S. production and then we drop it, we ban it. But no, that's right. not what they're going to do. Right. In fact, we're going to get some other despot involved in this and we'll get our oil from Iran, Venezuela, uh, and Saudi Arabia. So the $4.50 at the gallon that you see right now on your way to work, you may want to stop and fill up now before these uh, press offices open up for these oil companies and That's they start true. sending the faxes uh, the emails uh, to the to the gas stations to say jack the price up 50 cent yeah cuz it, it always goes up instantly but then it takes right. months to come back down right so i'm just saying by the time you're even you're living <laughs> in the early days of the Weimar Republic part 2 Mm-hmm. So uh, fill up now, mm-hmm. uh, because on your way home tonight, it's going to be probably half a buck more. And the price already went up 13% in the last week. The last week, 13%. So uh, that's going to really skyrocket when we take the Russian oil out of the equation with nothing to replace it with. Last night, they had the 57th Annual Academy of Country Music Awards. Yeah. Man, I don't miss those. Do you? No. I never miss a moment. I watch them time after time. Time. Yeah. yeah. And then I usually record it. That's right. And then watch it again afterwards. That's right. So I've already watched it once. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to watch it when I get home. Okay. And I'm going to watch it again this weekend. So, and then I'll just revisit it. What'd you think of the entertainer of the year? Obviously, since you watched it, right. I don't have to tell you who good it is. Good stuff. Good stuff. That entertainer. Who, who of the was year. it? Who it won the, so the award? Remind me. Because the, the Remind you. nominees were Eric Church. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can guess. Luke Combs. Okay. Miranda Lambert. Chris Stapleton. And Carrie Underwood. Uh, <laughs> uh, that the fourth one. What's the guy's name? Chris Stapleton. Yeah, he won. No. Miranda Lambert won. Yeah. You must have been going to the bathroom Shoot. when that happened. That's why I got to go watch it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who else we got? What I don't even roles? know these artists. Female, I know. Female artist of the year, Gabby Barrett, Miranda Lambert, mm-hmm. Ashley McBride. Yeah, that's who won. Marin Morris, and the winner was Carly Pierce. I'm, you were so close. I had some again, bad issues so last close. night. I just kept for, going to the bathroom. For male artist, uh, Jimmy Allen, Luke Combs, yeah, Thomas was. Rhett. Luke Combs. Chris Stapleton, and Morgan Wallen. Luke Combs. Uh, Chris Stapleton was your winner. You went to the bathroom a lot. You must have <laughs> had a lot. It's a been lot rough, of man. It's been rough. <laughs> so I got to go and watch it again. All right. Certainly know the album of the year. You had yeah. to be there for that because it's a big one. The first one you mentioned. Uh, Carly one. Pierce, yep, that's Thomas Rhett, 
Morgan Wallen, you know. who was the winner, or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he gave it to Morgan Wallen because he used the N-word. Right. So. Right. Wow. Wow. What a hateful organization. Yeah. I got to fix my diet. They are. Pat Gray. You're the stories that are coming from some of the Russian troops now that they were told they were going into Ukraine to free them from the Nazis. They're going into Ukraine to protect Ukrainians. And then all of a sudden they're being fired on by Ukrainians. That would be a little disconcerting, I would think. If that's true, if they were really told essentially the opposite of what was really going on, I mean, this this is even more evil than, than we thought at the beginning. Uh, apparently, Putin was so good in his propaganda that Ukrainian citizens are having a hard time persuading their relatives in Russia to believe that Putin invaded their country. That re- They don't believe it. They're like, no. Uh, you, here's a picture of my destroyed home. Nah, that's, that's not your house. That didn't happen. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. One woman told... Uh, insider that her ukrainian uncle in russia threatened to join the invasion another ukrainian woman has cut ties with a russian father who said the war was a lie then you have uh the gymnast they were doing a world cup event or something in in uh i think it was in the uae in in dubai and uh the winners of the uh, I forget what kind of gymnastics it is. It's not normal gymnastics, I don't think. But they were is just having this huge competition. Rhythmic? No, it wasn't rhythmic because no. they're men. Mm-hmm. I don't think men do rhythmic. Oh, it's the dudes. Okay. Yeah. These are dudes. And uh, the Russian dude who took the bronze in the competition is wearing the Z around his neck mm. as he gets his medal, standing right next to the gold medal winner who's a Ukrainian. Uh, kind of an awkward situation. And uh, unfortunate sort of situation. The Ukrainian didn't even acknowledge him because obviously he's proud of the fact that they've invaded his country. It gets a little tough on the on the athletes because you got to have some emotions over this, and then you're competing against these people in the events that obviously the Russians haven't been tossed out of yet because they were thrown out of soccer. Uh, anything else? What else? Did they, there was some other international body, I think, that banned Didn't the Russians. Didn't the Paralympics? Uh, Paralympics, did maybe. They? Yeah, I think they did. I think they banned the Russians. And Belarusians. Oh, yeah. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's weird. Yeah. So, because you remember for the longest time, Putin was trying to, trying to get that uh, false flag going there. Uh, Ukraine attacked us type thing. Didn't yeah. work out. Yeah. Uh, and yet... He's been pretty effective, apparently, in his propaganda because people are really, really confused. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Federal government has paid hundreds of media companies to advertise the COVID nineteen vaccines, while those same outlets provided positive coverage of the vaccines. There's what? no conflict of interest no, there. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking. A conflict of interest. Oh, wait, I'm the one who brought it up. So, yeah, never mind. <laughs> In response to an FOA, FOIA request filed by The Blaze, actually, 
Uh, HHS revealed that it purchased advertising from major news networks, including ABC, CBS, and NBC, as well as cable TV news stations, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, legacy media publications, including the New York Post, the LA Times, and the Washington Post, digital media, media companies like BuzzFeed News and Newsmax, and hundreds of local newspapers and TV stations. These outlets were collectively responsible for publishing countless <laughs> articles and video segments regarding the vaccine that were nearly uniformly positive about the vaccine in terms of both its efficacy and its safety. So congratulations, <clears throat> you paid for the propaganda that was shoved down your throat. Right. Speaking of propaganda, here's another really great example <laughs> of it. Hundreds of news organizations were paid by the federal government to advertise for the vaccines as part of a comprehensive media campaign. <laughs> uh, the Biden administration purchased ads on TV, radio, print, social media to build vaccine confidence, timing this effort with the increasing availability of the vaccines. Though virtually all of these newsrooms produce stories covering the COVID-19 vaccines, the taxpayer dollars flowing to their companies were not disclosed to audiences in news reports. Huh. Since common practice dictates that editorial teams operate independently of media advertising departments and news teams, they felt no need to make the disclosure, yeah. as uh, some publications reach for comment explained. Yeah, we didn't think we had to mention that. Oh, I okay. swear. Perfectly appropriate then? Yeah. This government. Great. Even more. See, you've already got the media on your side mm -hmm. if you're a far left government in the United States. Mm -hmm. Now you're now you're paying them. <laughs> right. You think they're gonna be objective? You think they're gonna allow any kind of dissension? <laughs> uh. and, and now it's to the point where uh they have so much of the vaccine that they're having to just dump it. They're dumping vaccine Wait, now. What? Because they've already hit you know, they've already hit just about everybody who's going to get the vaccine has already gotten it. And now that it's starting to ebb like this, nobody's rushing out to get the vaccine. The demand is really low for it now. And so they're just destroying tons of the vaccine because it's really? only good for a certain amount of time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they can't keep it around forever. <laughs> and are you going to keep it around, keeping it at, a, what, 90, 95 below zero? When, uh, how much does that cost? Yeah, that doesn't feel very green either. No, it doesn't. And what are you going to do with that when nobody's coming up to get your jab? <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna dump it down the sink. What? What? So. You don't like that word? The jab? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. What is it? That, Stupid. What is that? The why is that rub you the wrong way? I don't know. It just the sounds jab. dumb. I'm gonna get the jab. All right, get the jab. Do you prefer the shot? Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. So, so just know. Pat uh -huh. Gray chooses the word shot <laughs> over jab. Over jab. Okay. It's yeah. definitely not a vaccine. <gasps> Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> uh, CBS had the Pfizer CEO oh. on yesterday. They're, they are still See? just slobbering over this these This goes perfectly with the story you just read about them getting paid yeah. to talk about it in a positive manner. And so, uh, Gail King advises, uh, just, just goes along with the flow. And she's going to contribute to the propaganda and have the Pfizer CEO on. And uh, here's what they had to say. To yeah, her. and you talked about there's a great story. We don't have time to get into it. When you found out the efficacy of the vaccine, you gather everybody on a Sunday morning and you guys would have been happy. It was 50 to 70 percent effective. And it was 
He says so proudly. Yeah, how long did that last? (laughs) 15 minutes? 20 minutes? (laughs) 95.6%. What is it now? All right, let's let's see the rest of it. And it was... 95.6%. And it 95.6%. Was. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. 95.6%. Wow. All right. I'm a Pfizer girl. In fantasy. I'm not just saying that because you're here. I'm a Pfizer girl, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. <laughs> I'm a Pfizer girl? I'm a Pfizer girl. Oh, there's, oh, a, there's a... you got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a Pfizer girl. All right. That's bizarre. So you've got a favorite pharmaceutical company? <laughs> Who does that? Yeah, I'm a Moderna boy myself. Uh, I love the Moderna shot. I really love it. And all of uh, the drugs that come out of Moderna. Mm. Was there more there? No, or that's was that, it. That was it. She's so, a Pfizer girl. And you're a Moderna guy. Uh, right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, what is what What are we up to now as far as effectiveness? I, uh, I think it's well under 50%. And when it came to Omicron... Omicron, Omicron, Imicron, whatever that is, it was in the 20s, I think. Yeah, like for 26. kids, it was 12%. 12% for kids and that uh, was 5 Pfizer, to 11. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but so I've that's got to 95.6. Yeah, that's quite a difference from 95.6 to 12. Uh, all right, let me tell you about the Birch Gold Group. Inflation is already running extremely high. Just the 40-year high is all, though. And they continue to spend money in Washington over and over and over again. And not just billions, but trillions. So what you need to do to protect uh, the nest egg that hopefully you have is diversify your savings into physical gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. That's the company I recommend for precious metals. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They have countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, and they can help you protect your hard-earned savings. Right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties. So to get started, protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, request a free info kit by texting PAT to 989-898. And they, they're going to send you this comprehensive 20-page kit that tells you how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can move your IRA or 401k out of the volatile stock market and into precious metals IRAs. No cost. There's zero obligation to request the information. So why not do it right now? Text PAT to the number 989-898 and get that free kit on gold. Text PAT to 989-898. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. It's really amazing that that the Biden administration is saying they're going to ban now. They're going to ban Russian energy imports today because it was two days ago, I think, two or three days ago. They said, no, nah, we're not going to ban Russian oil. And now all of a sudden they are a complete 180. And coming up huh. at 1045 Eastern time this morning, Biden apparently going to speak about Russia is he? That should be good. Oh, yeah. Because he's our you know, fearless leader. And he's yeah. Gonna, definitely. And he's sharp as a tack. 
That's so right. I'm excited to see some of the things he has to say about this situation. About Putin's invading Russia? Yeah. And why is it Emmanuel Macron is the one who seems to be the lead on talking to Putin about this situation? Geography, Pat. It's just geography. It's just, he's closer. Sure, he's closer. Okay. And it has absolutely nothing to do with the United States abdicating its role in the world as a leader. So because it's not as long a distance call... Yeah. Yeah. From France to Russia, it. as it, it is from here to Russia, he, he'll take the lead on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And France obviously has that historic role, especially in, in, in sure. recent years. Especially in recent years. being out in front and, and, right. and know, leading the world. And conquering any kind of uh, <laughs> issue that comes their way. Right. Right, right. So if this thing goes south, you can count on France to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I feel comfortable. In that, I really do. Yes, you should. Uh, yeah. Plus, it's gonna save it's gonna save the United States money in uh, long distance fees. So that's good. You don't have to get a hold of the international operator and have her dial up, uh, you know, Moscow. Uh, well, actually, what it was is we don't have access to any more credit lines. Have you seen how much in debt we are? Like we couldn't even get a phone company to let us. Uh, <laughs> Open up a new line. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> That's probably not far from the truth right there. Joke. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, uh, man. Do you know that, uh, fortunately, the Biden administration, though, has done something really good for people who need insulin. They've gotten the cost lowered after raising the cost sky high. Uh, we talked about this the other day, um, and Pat had Ariel Lynn who lives with this every day. Yeah, because we were like, I, I don't know, what's going on with insulin? What's that all about? Yeah, yeah she sent us uh, this. When resident houseplant, <laughs> resident houseplant started talking about the cost of insulin in his State of the Union, it took everything in me not to lose it. Maybe this will put it into perspective from okay. someone who this personally affects. All right, we asked for this. Okay. And my husband was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at 7 and has been insulin independent for 26 years. In November, my 6-year-old, my 6-year-old daughter was also diagnosed with type 1. Under the Obama administration, we were paying about $75-ish per vial of insulin and $150 for his nighttime long-acting insulin. As young college students, things were already tight. Under Trump, we paid $25 for three vials. Tw- wow, so, that's a big difference. So, so it was $75 uh-huh. and 150 for the long-acting. Then they paid $25 for three vials of insulin. Three under Trump. That's about $8 per vial. I imagine you can guess of our costs have increased since Biden took office. Yeah, uh, yeah because Trump did some... Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a yeah, law. So Obamacare jacked the price up. Trump came in here and was able to institute kind of a price measure that, that lowered it, like she was saying. Yeah. Biden then let that expire, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And now he's right into the rescue. And he said, look, oh, we're going to fix this spike. Well, you're the one that caused the issue in the first place. Jeez. <laughs> Go Cougs. Oh, that's a nice way to end it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Ariel. Uh, And by the way, speaking of the BYU Cougars, (laughs) did you see that BYU just turned down $88.5 million in COVID payments from the federal government? Wow. 
added to the 54 million they rejected last year and you're talking almost 140 million dollars they've said no to you're talking a nice weight room for the coogs uh, that, yeah that is not going to be built right now. some <laughs> some extra money for recruiting on the recruiting mm-hmm. trail you know mm-hmm. um so did they just do it out of principle they yeah. don't want to be they don't want to be beholden to the federal government which is which is awesome hasn't that ship already sailed or no I don't they, think so. They no. don't take any money at all. No. So it's Hillsdale and uh, and BYU. BYU. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, does Hillsdale have any students that get uh, that get funding from the government? Some no. of the students take out loans, mm. but hmm. I, 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 does that qualify as them taking money from the federal government? Uh, so anyway, the Biden administration now has rescinded that then rescinded the Trump administration insulin pricing rule, and now they're kind of bringing it back, right? Because they're getting some flack from people who have to buy insulin. I mean, and they acted like this was some long-standing thing that they, they're they going to do something about where $75 a month for insulin, people can't afford that. And it was them, it was they who caused the problem. Yeah, and that's not a done thing yet, though. So, so they have not Mm-mm. fixed it yet. No. And I think that article there in front of you is from a year ago. From this is, this is when they <clears throat> early on in their administration got rid of the Trump rule. Unreal. So that's, that's saying, yeah, unreal. Jeez, it, it's amazing how many things they screwed up and then turn around and blame Donald Trump for many, many things. Uh, Pizza Hut's foundation. Have you been reading about how uh, they're trying to jump into the anti-American hatred and teach, All right. our, teach our kids racism as well? My pizza was way. tasting too pro-American, so yeah. we're going to fix that? Yeah, we are. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, they're apparently unsatisfied with just making kids fat. Uh, now they want to make racists out of them, too. Fat racists. <laughs> I love this article. Uh, let me see who the author is here on this. Uh, because he's not a really big uh, fan of Pizza Hut, as you can imagine. And I don't I don't know who wrote it. Hmm. Um, but says, while Pizza Hut focuses on poisoning children with such horrible concoctions as cheeseburger crust pizza, fish and chips pizza... And sushi cream cheese pizza. No, no. The Pizza Hut Foundation is hard at work teaching students that America is racist and white people suck. (laughs) The training materials intended for use in the classroom want teachers to ask 10-year-olds, how often have you thought about your race in the last 24 hours? That's all I think about. Yeah. Isn't that all you think about? Well, I'm, all white people do it. I think I'm white. I'm so glad I'm white. <laughs> I just sit there and think that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually I always think, man, I am white. And, wow, and, and, I'm and white. the fact that I'm I am good. wearing um, <laughs> sandals and white socks up to my uh, <laughs> up calves to your knees. Yeah, to go and get the mail. It's Boy, a good look, man. That I is am, a good, good ooh, look. That's a whitey move. <laughs> that's an old person whitey that's move. True. Though. That's true. That's <laughs> true. If demanding the 10-year-old spend all their time thinking about race sounds crazy, another Pizza Hut pamphlet with tips for talking to kids about race claims that by six months, babies notice racial differences and that four-year-olds show signs of racial bias. Oh, jeez. The Empowering Educators Toolbox, presented by the Pizza Hut Foundation, 
Why is Pizza Hut even involved in this? Why? Urges teachers to tell their students that everyone is defined by race. Okay, that's the exact opposite of MLK. That everyone has a racial identity. And that race defines American life. So, just know that you're defined by your skin color, not by the content of your character. That's incredible. America, according to Pizza Hut, is built on a foundation of slavery, genocide, and white supremacy. Cool. This is good, huh? I just don't. How did this happen in corporate America? Nobody out pizzas the hut when it comes to racism. Yeah, right. Mm. Right? I will never buy another pizza from Pizza Hut. Mm. Not one. Not ever. Pizza Hut is built on a foundation of turning kids into fat butterballs waiting for a heart <laughs> attack <laughs> and turning our kids into racist little morons. The actual best practices for teachers would be to teach your students to love America and avoid Pizza Hut. Unless they want to close off their minds as thoroughly as their arteries. When Pizza Hut isn't serving up junk food, it's serving up junk history and junk factoids. Uh-huh. Challenging Conversations uh, pamphlet claims that police force is the sixth leading cause of death for black men. Oh my gosh. According to the CDC, though, it's actually diabetes. <laughs> not, not your local police force. Wow. Um, 1,055 people were shot and killed by police officers in 2020. 234 of them were white. 139 were black. 139. Uh, 632 of those who were shot were waving guns. Only 34 were unarmed. Now, 459,540 black people died in 2020 with heart disease, strokes, Hypertension and diabetes accounting for around 30% of the deaths. Pizza Hut and the rest of Yum Brand's family probably killed more black men in one day than every single police officer. Every single police shooting in a century mm. combined. That I mean, it's despicable what these companies are doing. Yeah. And the roads they're taking with our kids. And this article is from uh, Citizen Free Press. Uh, okay, posted good. by Kane. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> I mean, but he's absolutely right. Uh, I was just looking. Eh, I find the tab here. Yeah, it's not even <laughs> the the causes of death for non-Hispanic black males. I mean, like you, you've already gone through many of these: heart disease, cancer, mm-hmm. um, homicide, uh, stroke, diabetes. Yeah, I wonder. I, I would like to see. I want to see a, a category for um, death by cop. Yeah, I want to see that factored in here. Yeah. That's not a thing. Does it list the top 10 causes? Yeah, let's see. In that one? Yeah, but it doesn't break it down like who is causing unintentional injuries. Okay. Or homicide or so on. So I don't see that. Despicable. Why is it that we now have to put up with this from these corporations? It's This seems like a fairly new thing where they've become this radical, where they, I mean, they have just become tools of, of, the Marxist left. Yeah. It'd How be helpful did this to happen? Have a, a list of, and it'd be shorter than the woke corporations, but I would love to see 
we need a list of the unwoke corporations I would in America like that, too. That, that still love this country. We're gonna look for that and and share the positive aspects of corporate America. Uh, all right, we'll see you tomorrow and uh, be joined by Jeffy to chew the fat. See you then.